All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your day, Doli Yeah, exactly. It's your daily dose of prospect information. I, I haven't even worked on my tagline this year, so that's why I talk like I have no idea what I'm doing. Anyway, today we're going to dive into a really interesting prospect. This guy's pretty polarizing. I've seen him anywhere from RB2 to RB12. Well, I don't know. If you have a RB12, you probably rethink your process. But Zach Evans, running back, he, he is a junior. He played at Old Miss last year, but did his first two seasons at TCU. 5'11", 210 pounds, and today I have a very special guest on, Mike Garay. You may know him from as Zoltan on Twitter. That's who I knew him as, so apparently he has a real name, too. So, And he is the creator of Dynasty Diagnostics. How you doing, Mike? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, excited to be on, on the show. And uh, yeah, I, I recently came out with uh, with my real name on, on Twitter. I figured it was uh, time to <laughs> move on from just the Zoltan uh, pseudonym, but uh, that is still near yeah. dear to my heart. That's that's my middle name. So, you know. It's, uh, oh, it is? Seriously? Here. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Didn't just come from nowhere. Uh, but yeah, going, go, going by Zoltan or Mike, you know, whatever's easier. But, but pumped to be on here and talk about Zach Evans. That is so freaking cool. Like, I just figured it was some, you know, like genie or something or that old machine, you know, that used to have the dude with uh, that. That's what I get all the time. Yeah. Yeah. predicts the future and stuff. No, yeah, I I was almost actually named Zoltan as my first name, which I think would have would have made me a much more interesting person overall. But no, I'm just one of the one of the, you know, 50 million mics out there. (laughs) It's probably a little easier for job interviews when you're a mic instead of that's that's definitely true. All right, real quick, the stats on 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 my on Zach Evans are let me see as a freshman, he rushed for 400 yards, four touchdowns. Sophomore year at TCU, he had only 92 carries for 648 yards, five touchdowns, got 10 passes. So last season, I mean, everybody knows he it was kind of a split with Quinshawn Judkins, although he got you know the lesser share of the split, I guess, but he still had 144 carries, 936 yards, six and a half yards a pop, uh nine nine touchdowns, 12 passes caught. So he rushed for almost seven yards a carry for his career. So he was always productive. Saw a little bit of pass catching. I think as far as analytics, the analytics guys probably don't love him just because he never had, you know, the the lion's share of the carries or anything like that. But, I mean, you put on the tape there and this guy pops. So, all right, Mike, let's dig into it. What skills does Evans have you think will make him successful at the next level? So Evans overall, if you just look at the tape, um, I'm not a big college football fan, so I wasn't too familiar with what Evans was doing. And I have no idea why this guy didn't get more carries. Um, As you mentioned, he never went over 150 carries in his career, only 300 in his three seasons. But this guy is incredible. Um, The number one thing that pops out to me is he is the smoothest runner uh, that I've seen in a few years. And by that, I just mean the efficiency in which he's able to shift from running around the edge, getting around the corner and upfield, um, his ability at the second level to really shift running lanes uh, without slowing down, without having to even make a move, he leaves defenders in his dust. And I think that's, you know, his number one skill that's very translatable at the next level. Um, his, you know, that efficiency and footwork and the smoothness in which he runs. Um, he has some good complementary skills to go along with that. Obviously, you know, speed is a big part of that. He has both the burst and speed 
to be, you know, an above average athlete at the next level. Um, he's not one of the true burners. I don't expect him to run in the four, three range, but I do see him as a four, 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 five guy. And the fact that, you know, he's such an efficient runner means that he can use that speed and take advantage of it more than other guys. So I would say those are kind of his two main skills that will work at the next level, or it's just his functional athleticism and the way he implements that. Right. That's definitely some of the things I noticed. He definitely gets, he's more North and South, you know, he doesn't screw around a lot, but he does have moves on the second level. You'd see what's funny is it almost seemed like he was an entirely different runner at TCU than he was last year. Absolutely. Um, and I think old miss, I mean, as you can see with Judkins, they were opening giant holes, you know, and he was, he was able to be more of a different type of runner. He ran more of a zone scheme at old miss. So I don't think it, it masked a little bit of what you saw at TCU. TCU, you saw a lot more of the, you know, making guys miss the second level, the sudden jumps, you know, things like that. And what's 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 kind of surprising is, like you said, how, how much he glides and how smooth he looks. He can get straight up violent real quick, too. Yeah. Like he is yeah, not, af- <laughs> he's no, not he's, afraid. To- he's not afraid at all. And, and that's something that took me a little longer on tape to see, but he finishes runs with a lot more power than uh, I thought his prototype would indicate. Um, Speaking to how he ran differently at TCU compared to Ole Miss, he averaged almost five yards after contact per attempt at TCU and only three and a half yards after contact per attempt at Ole Miss. Now, I I don't think that's a negative. I think, like you said, he just had bigger holes. Um, He still was, you know, above six yards per attempt total. So, there was no issue there, but that does speak a little bit about to uh, the fact he had more to do at TCU. Right. I was actually listening to today. I was listening to Brandon Lejeune and um, Jason Dorenzo's breakdown of Evans, and they didn't like him at all. Hardly. I was kind of surprised, really? but I think a lot of it is what we saw on tape. It, you know, that at Old Miss he wasn't asked to create on his own. Where I felt like at TCU he was more, and you could see a little bit better vision at TCU. Like you would see how he would slip through a little tiny hole or a little tiny, you know, and I didn't see that at Ole Miss because it wasn't really asked of him, you know, but he's, so it's definitely a tale of two tapes. And I feel like it's also a little bit of inconsistency. Um, We'll switch over to some of the things that we don't like. And I think this kind of, you had mentioned the lack of carries and it's a highly publicized thing that he didn't want to be used. He wanted to have tried on his tires. You know, he didn't want to have to take the three down workload, which, uh, say what you will. I, I thought that was immature, but at the same time, I kind of respect it too. You know, like I, he's I like, completely <laughs> agree. It's it's the same yeah. conversation as these guys, like you know, right. Jackson Smith, the Jigba. Should he come back for the bowl game? I I would love to see a player say, "Give me the ball every time. I want to win every week." But at the same right. time, even with NIL, they're not getting paid nearly the same amount that they're going to in the NFL. So. I don't really blame Evans for doing that in college, but Mm -hmm. he has to be able to take that workload at the next level. And as you mentioned, he just didn't have it in college. Um, You know, his second year at TCU, his sophomore season, he did put up uh, over 15 carries a game and over 100 yards a game. But even then, he was basically going every other week, he would get 20 20 carries and then eight carries because he just didn't want that workload every week. Um, so there are real concerns. I mean, he, he had basically half the attempts this year as Quint, as Quinshawn Judkins at Ole Miss. Um, and there are real concerns at the next level for if he can handle that. Uh, I see nothing in his skill set that would make me think he couldn't handle it, but mentality is something that quite honestly 
it's kind of tough for us to predict, but look at based off what we know from his college career, you do have real questions about the mentality and whether he'll be a bell cow. Um, the other issue of course, there is yeah. whether he can catch the ball. Um, he didn't see many targets in college, you know, only 43 targets, only 30 receptions, not a very good catch rate for a running back. Um, he did have some, he did have five drops on only those 43 targets. To me, I mean, all of these targets were either screens or just dump offs in the flat. There were one or two times he was lined up outside, but he just literally stood there and ran a curl route and got the ball once or twice. Um, we don't know whether he can be good receiving the ball, uh, which is a little bit difficult. Um, and I actually had a concern with him as a receiver because he is such a smooth runner when he gets carries that uh, a lot of times when I saw him as a receiver, he wasn't nearly as good after the catch as I expected. And I think a lot of that is just a mindset and lack of experience, but he didn't get into that same smooth running motion. He wasn't able to get his head up um, and pick out holes at the second level quite as well, uh, catching the ball. So we'll see whether he can do that. I think all of this can be taught. Um, I don't think catching the ball as a running back is difficult in the NFL. If you're not going to be, you know, an Austin Eckler type, like, you can right. easily be a Josh Jacobs type, catch 50 passes out of the backfield and do a lot with it. Um, so I think Evans can be that. But again, it's it's a question mark and it, it has to be a legitimate uh, demerit on his track record heading into the draft. Yep, those are yeah, the, those are the only concerns I had, you know, is the maturity issues. And we, there was a lot of beforehand in, in his recruiting. He was flip floppy and wish washy, you know, and, and there's definitely seen some a little red flags there, but he stayed as he stayed out of trouble, you know, so he yeah. didn't get in trouble. And, and, and he was it. It has to be noted. He was uh, a very, you know, he was a five star recruit. One of the top recruits yes. in the class mm-hmm. hit him and Bijan as at, at the running back position. So he's really clearly had his eye on the NFL, uh, you know, probably for 10 years at this point. So I, I do give him a little bit of, uh, of credit for wanting to keep some tread on the tires. And, you know, if he oh, turns out to be yeah. a good NFL player five years from now, we might be saying, OK, that's great. He'll he'll have a longer prime because he didn't get wasted. Where do you have him in your running back ranking? So right now at this point. So currently I do have him as my running back three. I have. I do very much, you know, film and analytics working together. And a big piece of that will always be draft capital, especially for running backs. Um, He's the type of guy where if the NFL approves of him and if he lands in a good system uh, with uh, a running backs coach and offensive coordinator that will coach him up, I really think the sky's the limit. I think he could be an incredible NFL player. Um, However, you know, if he ends up going day three, if he ends up going into a committee, you know, he, he's not, he's nowhere near untouchable. And at this point he's in a tier of about four or five or sorry, three or four running backs um, in that tier three for me, uh, but at RB three for now. Right. And is there any teams you'd like to see him at or on? Oh, damn. It's so hard to tell at this <laughs> point, just because, I mean, you know, the running back landscape at this point, it's just crazy. It's really hard to know. Um I, I would really like him on a team that kind of gives him uh, just one thing to do, especially at first, doesn't make him make a lot of decisions. Um, so thinking about a team like like Miami uh, would be awesome. I would love to see him in a team like L.A., the Chargers, um, or the Rams, honestly. But I was thinking the Chargers, where he could kind of learn from Austin Eckler a little bit, not have to do that right out of the bat. 
But honestly, I, I think he can. I, I think he is really built more for that uh, gap scheme. But he just needs more experience in it. So it, it, we'll see. I'm, I'm more focused on the draft capital and going to a team that has you know at least some space for him. Any teams yeah. out there? Oh, not, not really. I, w- I was kind of looking through Arizona. Sounds fun. You know, there's a lot of teams that are going to have needs for running back and new, you know, opportunities. But I, like you said, it's draft capital, which. I went on an NFL mock draft database and there's not really much yet. You know, there are a lot of people had projected him first round, but it was before the season. So I still think he's an, a late day two guy. I'd like to see him go late, you know, in the third round would be nice. That uh, would be pretty good draft capital. I think fourth, you're kind of pushing it, but these teams these days have not hesitated towards starting a, a fourth round back. So I, I don't see any problem if that's where he goes, but I think he's a late day two guy. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Do you have a player, a cop for him by chance, or? Uh, let me see what I had here. I don't have one, actually. Um, I, I don't one? love player comparisons. Kind of, yeah, it, it's a little bit difficult to uh, to actually come out with, with a perfect comparison there. So I don't have a specific one for him, now. Yeah, I think Jason Dorenzio, it was Jason or um, Brandon that, that comped him to uh, Damian Harris, which I – that was okay. a tiny, a tiny bit harsh, but Harris yeah, was a pretty good back. Yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting one. I mean, I, I'm yeah. a, I'm a Patriots fan, so I've obviously seen a lot of uh, yeah. Harris. I think he's I, better I, than I, Harris. I, think, <laughs> I agree. I, I think he's just way more fluid of a player than Harris is, right. um, and has a little bit more burst to him. He, Harris is going to get what's blocked for him, and he's going to, you know, always get an extra few yards at the end of a run. I, I see that similarity to Evans, but I just view Evans as a much better athlete and more creative of a runner um, than Harris. Yeah. I, I do think he does pack on a little bit of that punch, but not not quite the same prototype. And Harris obviously can't can't catch it all, and you know, I, I think Evans does have that potential in him at least right. if, if he hasn't shown it yet. Right. All right, Mike, thank you very much. Can you tell everybody where they can find your work and what you're doing these days? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Dynasty Zoltan FF. It's uh, Z-O-L-T-A-N. And uh, I'm putting on these prospect uh, threads up there. That's, you know, 30 to 40 clips on every prospect. Um, I try to go really in detail. I I watch, you know, 12 to 15 games before posting those. So I I really try to go in detail. As I mentioned, I don't watch college. So I I really do like coming in with kind of a fresh perspective on these players. And also you can follow me on uh, and support me on Patreon. Uh, It's patreon.com slash Dynasty Sultan FF. My main thing that I do there is I've put together a model that uh, kind of helps diagnose where your team is in a dynasty league. Um, you know, I, I web scrape from uh, sleeper and figure out uh, how good your team is compared to the other teams and give advice on trades you should make and stuff like that. So uh, if you're, if you have a lot of teams and are interested in some advice and help with uh, organization as well, uh, feel free to give me a shout. <laughs> That's really cool, man. I just wish I could do stuff like that, but uh, I'm not very smart when it comes to that type of thing. So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I, I learned it from my first job and I've uh, managed to uh, actually get some use out of it after I quit <laughs> after you know three months. So <laughs> uh, I like it, and those threads are top notch, man. I, I love them. Very good stuff. That's what really caught my attention. So thank um, you, appreciate that. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft, RPRT. We are a part of the Campus to Canton Network. Uh, make sure you check out our other podcasts, including the Debbie Debate, which comes on on Wednesday nights and has some rotating guests that come through there, rotating hosts that have a, a kind of a different 
different spin on Debbie things. They get in a lot of arguments. Sometimes there's hollering and stuff. It's a lot of fun. So thank you guys very much for checking this out. We will talk to you tomorrow.